Hey, everybody, you are listening to the Refuge Live podcast, live from the sanctuary of the Temple of Refuge in West Memphis, Arkansas. Let's go now into the sanctuary and hear what it is that God has to say. I believe that we're in the right place. Hallelujah. I believe that we're in the right place. Hallelujah to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody ought to just say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a word for the house. There is a word for the house. Grab your Bibles. Hallelujah. This is revival, right? Hallelujah. I pray. Hallelujah, that you all were blessed last night. Hallelujah, and God, I left here, and God said something for tonight. I don't know if we already did it, but can we give God praise for our Facebook watchers tonight, viewers? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Last night, God met us in a tremendous way. Hallelujah. I don't think that I'll ever look at the blood of Jesus the same way. Hallelujah. But I am grateful for the voice. Hallelujah. That speaks from the blood. Hallelujah. And so I prayed and I've been I've been sitting with the revival words for a couple of weeks now. So, of course, like any other time that I've ever prayed, I asked God, <clears throat> God, are you sure this is what you want your people to hear? And he said, you tell, you tell them what I told you to tell them. And so I, I, I studied, and um, he, he led me back to Ezekiel 37 tonight. Ezekiel 37 familiar passage of scripture, Ezekiel 37. King James Version says, the hand of the Lord was upon me, this is Ezekiel speaking, and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about and behold, there were very many open in the open valley and lo they were very dry and he said unto me son of man God asked the question here son of man can these bones live Jeff and I answered O Lord God thou knowest again he said unto me prophesy (laughs) upon these bones and say unto them O ye dry bones, hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these dry bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. We'll shout about it before we go home tonight. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring a flesh upon you, and cover you with skin and put breath in you, and ye shall live, 
and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, that's key tonight. I'll start over. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold, a shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bone. I'll say it one more time. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold, a shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bone. When I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh, God did what he said he was going to do. When I beheld, when I looked up, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then he said unto me, prophesy to the wind. Prophesy, son of man, say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. Can I keep going, Chloe? I'm sorry. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up on their feet. We'll stop here. An exceeding great army. Tonight may be a neighbor night. You can't touch them, but you can talk to them. So get you somebody that you could stand to see God work something out for them tonight. And I want you to look at them and tell them, I have a method for movement. Tell them, I have a method for movement. Come on, tell them, I have a method for movement may not look like it right now but you ought to turn and find you somebody else and tell them I have a method for movement be seated in the presence of the Lord can I prophesy to somebody already and tell you for somebody that everything that's been sitting still it's about to move for you in the nights to come you ought to just look at somebody and just say move 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 you ought to think about something that you're dealing with and just say, move, move, move. Yeah, out the gate tonight. It's been sitting still for long enough. But because I press my way to revival on night two, something that's been sitting still, Auntie Joseph, it's about to move. You ought to get it on your mind and just speak in the atmosphere and say, move. I have a method for movement. Be seated. Y'all act right tonight. Used to sing a song, Pastor Kim. Chorus, I laughed about it. Now, says, when my days seem dark at night, Jesus brings me out all right. Choir comes and says, oh, yes. He's a mighty God. <laughs> With two fish, five loaves of bread. 
5,000 souls he fed. Oh, yes, Travis. He's a mighty God. Didn't the choir would come in and say, mountain move at his command. All powers in his mighty hand. He never, Myron, comes short of his word. <laughs> Why? When I need a friend. <laughs> Jesus, what does he do? Steps right in. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. He is a mighty God. And I will start tonight's message by saying, what a mighty God we serve. <laughs> Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. And then we came to the new school church in praise and worship time and started saying how great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. All will see how great, how great is our God. And then a friend of mine, Darius Polk, wrote a song and the chorus of the song said, I searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low and still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater. <laughs> nobody greater. Nobody greater than you. And then somebody wrote a little tag, Tanisha, that said, your name is above all names. Just talking about God for a second. You're worthy of all our praise. Is the one that I like. Mighty are the works of your hand simply because what we serve a mighty God. And so in the onset of preparing tonight's message and with what is going on in the world, uh, I thought about now, Pastor Kim, last night we talked about how this time last year life was going in a direction that we had never seen it before. And so then today, Travis, while I was preparing and I thought about now that um, there is a vaccine, if you will, people are starting to become a little bit more at ease with what's going on. And we can, it's almost like we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And you know, there's controversy now about governors who are starting to lift mask restrictions. And here it is, and I can't help but pose the question, uh, and, and the question has been asked time and time again as a nation, how will we move on from this? We have to understand that life as we knew it will no longer be the same. With the goal, well, I told I talked last night about how a novel pandemic, and there was a a, 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 a a pandemic and a virus that has claimed over a little over 500,000 lives. And so we have to understand that their life will never be the same. There are churches that when they return back to fully open that won't have a pastor. There are people that have lost family members, mothers and fathers and grandfathers and grandmothers and children and cousins and uncles, all because of, of this pandemic, because of, of this demon that I call COVID-19. And so the question, uh, how will we bounce back from this? Will we be able to fully move on from this? Can we live on the other 
side of this. Yeah, we get excited about J.J. Harrison's new track on his album that says you're going to live to see it happen. But the true question, Pastor Ken, is can we live on from this? Of course we can live on from it, Raven. As a matter of fact, we are living and breathing testimony that God is still God in the midst. And yet at the same time, we will move on from this. Somebody needs to grab that. There is life after this. Y'all have heard me quote time and time again, Jay, that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that God shall reveal in us. Here it is. So can we live from this? Absolutely. We've lived through this. We're living through this. Here it is. Is there life after this? Yes, there's life after this. Brian, as a matter of fact, not only is there life after this, but there is glory on the other side of this. I believe that in the months to come, we'll be able to look back and say, look what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. He brought us out of darkness into the marvelous light. He brought us out of what it was that had the power to very well take our lives and kill us. And here it is. Is there life after this? Is there life after what seems like the end. Here it is. And what I want us to understand tonight, and we'll see by way of the text, Auntie Josie, is that God has an unusual way, an unusual way of pulling the best out of us. I'll say it again. God has an unusual way of pulling the best out of us. And so I understand that we were in a time and in a season and we were in a dispensation where we were singing the song that we were saying we were living our best lives. We weren't going back and forth with these Negroes. Y'all ain't got to say nothing. Here is the truth of the matter. What we got to understand is God has a way. If God, who is ever-present, who is omnipresent, who is all-knowing, he is omniscient, he's omniscient. Pastor Kim, if he has a way of pulling what is in us, he pulls out the best in us. Here it is. We really don't know the best that is still yet to come yet. Here it is because a lot of us, let's just be honest, we've had some good days. We've had some good experiences. I've had some great moments in my life. I've had several highs as well as lows and through it all God has brought us through but what we got what what the Lord allowed me to see today Pastor Kim is that we have yet to experience our best and so we have to know that God will put us in situations God will put us in predicaments God will put us in tight squeezes so that he can ooze and he he can make oil come out of us that much more we got to understand that we have still yet to experience here it is our best days and so he speaks to Ezekiel. I'm here tonight not to talk to the dry bones. We've heard time and time again service after service, Sunday after Sunday, Sunday 3 o'clock after 3 o'clock program, 6 o'clock program, uh, uh, five night revival. We've heard the story about the dry bones and so here it is. Can these bones live? We've heard quartet singers put the, uh, the human anatomy of a skeleton together. Y'all ain't got to say nothing. So here it is tonight. I am not here specifically to talk to the bones, Dakota. But what I am here to talk to tonight is the Ezekiel's in the room. I'm here to I'm here to come I'm I'm here to cause an awakening in every Ezekiel that's in the room tonight. Here it is. First of all, we have to know that the name Ezekiel means God strengthens, and Ezekiel was one of the four major prophets. And not only was he one of the major prophets, but he was the first prophet that was called outside of Israel. He was the first prophet that was called outside of where God normally called folks. Y'all going to see it in a second. And you got to understand by way of Ezekiel's testimony that God will still use you outside of your normal element. 
Here it is. I understand, and we got to see what God has allowed in the past year is that God will use us outside of our normal element. Here it is where we only felt at one particular point in time that we had to come into his house, gather in his name to worship him. But if there anybody other than me that has discovered over the past year that sometimes God, a whole lot of times, God will meet you in the house sitting on the couch. Here it is. If you're not crazy, he'll meet you riding down the street. If you're not careful, he'll meet you standing in the bathroom. He'll meet you sitting at the kitchen table, which says to us that we don't have to necessarily be in the house for us to experience the presence of God. And so you got to understand that he will use you outside of your normal element. He will, he will use you outside of what it is that you're accustomed to. Somebody ought to say, it's above me now. Here it is. And the, what does the Bible say in Joel? In the last day, I will pour my spirit, come on, Bible readers, upon all flesh. Hallelujah. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. Y'all will get it before we go home tonight. So you got to understand that if it's not in the usual circumstances, it's going to have to be above me. If there is going to be a move at this point, it's going to have to be God. And it ain't got to be in the church. God will meet us in the middle of the street. God, help me. God met us nine years ago, Pastor Kim, in the middle of a parking lot. I've experienced the presence of God on the frozen food aisle in Walmart. So we got to understand that God can and God will, Dakota, get glory out of your life one way or another. When this is good news for somebody in knowing that it's above you at this point. Here it is. Ezekiel had a distinct call and a distinct mandate, one of which, if, if you really look at it, you wouldn't really want the anointing that was on Ezekiel's life. Yeah, we shout about, hallelujah, him being in the valley full of dry bones, Ebony, and prophesying, and can't these bones live? But when I really, really looked in depth at the call and the mandate that was on Ezekiel's life, I said, no, I don't want to be like Ezekiel. Here it is. If, if you know, here it is. If you know anything about Ezekiel, I didn't know until today that he had to spend 390 days laying on his left side as a sign of sacrifice to God. As the leader of the Israelites, he had to spend 390 days just laying on his left side in God's presence. And then after those 390 days were up, then God punished him and he had to lay on the other side, on his right side, for 40 more days. Here it is. To represent the 40 years that the Israelites were wandering in the wilderness. So you got to understand that by now, 430 days in, Ezekiel has made some great sacrifices as a result of the anointing on his life. Here it is, and not only does he have to make that sacrifice, but God calls him while he is in exile. In other words, when things have gone from bad to worse in his life, then here comes God and God want to talk. Ain't it like God? Here it is when your back is against the wall, your money is funny and your change is strained. When they have laid you off, when it don't look good, when it don't feel good, here comes God want to say, now that I've got your attention, this is what I want you to do. Now that I've got your attention, see, and sometimes God will allow certain things, hallelujah, to force us back to him. Y'all ain't got to say nothing tonight, but you got to understand that God has a way. I told y'all he has an unusual way of bringing the best out of us. So God calls him while he is in exile, which says that even in our worst circumstances, God's hand is still on our line. Here it is, but you got to understand that this is what puzzled me today. Here it is. He was called while he was 
in exile and he was suffering and he was going through all that he was going through not because he had sinned not because of his family line but it was because of the people that he was called to lead you got to understand that he was going through what he went through and it was not even his fault it was a byproduct of the nation that he was called to serve and so you got to understand tonight that God called him in spite of his present circumstances in spite of his exile God still spoke to him and you got to understand I know it's a whole lot of y'all that's running from a whole lot of stuff that God is trying to get you to do in this season and you say yeah I'm not ready but I save the devil notice tonight I serve your spirit notice tonight and let you know that if God has called you to it here it is he will call you to do what it is he that have begun a good work in you God help me shall perform tonight and so God calls him while he was in exile and he called him in spite of his present circumstances he in the middle of all hell breaking loose here comes the voice of God You've just witnessed another life-changing word here on the Refuge Live podcast. Listen, if this has been a blessing to you, do me a favor and send us a small seed on our church cash app. That's dollar sign Peculiar Church or on Givelify. You can look us up by the Temple of Refuge. Listen, we have run out of time today, but we are so grateful that you have chosen to be a part of what's going on here at the Temple of Refuge. On behalf of myself and the entire Temple of Refuge, thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.